Hello and welcome to the smallest poker game in town. I'm here with Valerio and Ray. Hello guys. Hey. Hi Claire. Hi Valerio. And today we are going to be talking about emotion at the poker table. Rage, tilt, whatever you want to call it. We're going to be looking at all angles of it. Ray, what have you got to say on the matter? Well, I'm trying to think back the last time I knew that I was tilting and how it, what caused it and how it made me feel. And it was basically, I had a series of hands go against me, I guess. Uh, and poker is like that. You can play quite well, but still lose. And how you handle those losses uh, depend, will have a big impact on the rest of your time at the table. I felt this sort of, I get this sort of tug of tilt when it's, it's not like necessarily one big thing that sets me off, but it's a number of things. I mean, I'm rebuying and I know I'm down and then it starts to affect my play. Or I try to avoid that, but we're, we're going to talk about solutions to tilt in a, a moment. What about you, Valerio? Last time you ever went on tilt? Well, you remember the time I, I lost almost three big blinds. Yeah. Then I was, but there was no rage. Emotion was more like uh, entitlement to get the chips back. I want them back, but so I didn't play the situation. I was just try to push too hard, hence that I should have pushed too hard. That's, so it was like, uh, yeah. Well, you were very calm while you were losing three, yeah. three buy-ins, weren't you? I, I didn't detect anger or anything like that, but I did detect that you were pushing all the time, pushing marginal hands, marginal situations, or situations you knew were... They're just going to call me down. That, There's no that, point in bluffing here. That's a good point. Uh, sometimes you can go in tilt without emotion. It just because you don't have emotion, you don't care, you go in tilt because you don't care. You can go in tilt without caring, probably, as well. No? Yeah, I mean, I care, but it's it, it's it, I have a different kind of emotion. I don't get that same anger about it. I get much more down on myself so I get pretty depressed I sort of think oh I'm just such a rubbish player I'm never going to win in this session I'm just terrible so actually I do the opposite of pushing and instead of um, pushing I begin to play more passively and I don't find spots to make value bets or I don't make calls because I just think oh I'm just going to lose because I'm just losing so I, I kind of have this real negativity that comes over me and kind of lack confidence and but it changes the way I feel so it's still an emotion but it's not a sort of anger over bet raise kind of emotion that I'm getting do, do, I have had the situation where I almost dread picking up Ace King, yeah, and thinking, oh, Ace King, I'm going to have to raise with it, and they're going to, I'm going to get four callers, or I'm going, and suddenly I'm going to lose again. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's when you start getting that. That's another feeling, isn't it? That you just don't want to play marginal situations, but the game, you know, you should be playing. It's not even a marginal situation. Sometimes it can happen also when you're winning, you don't, you want to keep your win. And then after you start to play passively, like a key, two kings, and say, yeah, but I don't want to lose now. If yeah, I, get to, I like it. That definitely happens. I mean, that's yeah. not tilt, but it's exactly the same thing that I get when I'm on tilt. But it, it, it is the same. I mean, I have this thing, as you guys know, about t- banking a win and taking mm-hmm. a win because I do get like that if I've got, if I've won some chips 
relationships I'm then become more passive because I'm frightened to lose them which is a bad it's a real failing of me as a poker player I think there is something called winner's tilt where you start thinking everything works for you and we've seen that in our table we've seen some players get lucky they build up a big stack and then they carry on playing almost every hand because they feel they can't do anything wrong. And they're invincible. Yeah, yeah, they're walking on water. And uh, I think it depends if you've been winning because you've got lucky, like like you're talking about, or if you've been winning just because your good hands have been standing up and you're just playing well. And if you're just playing well, then you can carry on doing that. But if you're winning because you've got lucky, then you know you do. You probably end up losing it again because you'll start thinking you're invincible. So the emotion has not to be only negative. It can be any kind of emotion, and you decide, dictated not by logic, but by emotion. It can be like be afraid to lose what you're winning, be afraid, be enraged because you lose something, or be so excited because you're winning, and then you get a loser, a little bit loser. Then uh, it, it can be you start playing with the with the with the with the. Uh, with emotions what what is a positive negative doesn't matter it's yeah. always bad for your game I, I think there is a real exhilaration in winning a run of big pots you can't get away from it it's very exciting having big pots pushed towards you your stack growing you're dominating the table and, and so on but you also have to recognize what's caused that you know what's caused that exhilaration was it your good play was it you were lucky uh, was it other people just making dreadful mistakes against you? And yeah. then r- sort of right yourself. But tilt is a good term because tilt means you're off balance. And mm. if you're trying to do anything off balance, whether it's playing tennis or snooker or poker, it's not normally going to have a, You can't play your best. I think one thing to realize is that you can't actually change your emotions very easily. You are going to get them. It's knowing how you deal with the emotions that you get. So being kind of self-aware that, that you're going through whatever emotions it is that you're going through um, and combating them in some way, whether that's walking away, we can talk a bit about that or, or whatever strategies you have. But it's not about trying to change your emotions because you, you just can't do that. You know, if you're angry, you're angry. It's, you're not gonna, you're not gonna suddenly persuade yourself you're not angry. Also, if you're there, say, with friends also playing at the same table, yeah. they can't help you. I can't help you and say, don't be depressed, Claire. Don't be negative. You know, cheer up. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't help, does it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what friends can do though is take you away from the table if they if they think. That that you're like not playing well or that you're being affected they should be honest with you certainly not try and take advantage of it you know they should be saying come on let's move on let's go somewhere else let's take a break so helping you out to get over your emotions rather they but they can't really snap you out of it at the table no i agree and i think you know when we go to vegas uh, we will be looking out for each other i'm sure and if 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 one of us sees one of us plunge into that sort of spiral of tilting and imbalance and it, it doesn't do any harm just to say oh let's go get a drink or and just leave the table for half an hour or so and, and then come back and play so we're, we're stepping into the territory of what you do about your your tilt what what's the best strategies for for dealing with it valerio how, how do you deal with it you play online a lot what, what, what do you do if you start to feel yourself tilting I I think you're right when you say emotion. We are emotional. We are um, 
human being with emotions, with things, then we have to learn to keep on check those emotions. So when you think your emotion just uh, are in charge or your decisions, then you have to say, you have to calm down, say, try to put logic in your game. Just think about logic. It's easy to say, but I think more you play and more you put logic, more you learn how to deal with this. I think it's more difficult for a beginner to deal with this because you get a lot of situations of things. But with experience, you learn how to deal with this. Inject a logic uh, in your game. It's very important. You, yeah, just you a big hear... Breath. You hear beginners complain of their luck and in situations where an experienced player would just shrug it off and it wouldn't even, you know, matter to you, you know, wouldn't matter to us because we've played a lot. But beginners don't seem to understand the ups and downs of poker so much so they can get very upset by what isn't even really bad luck. They become slaves to the variance. Yeah, that's a good phrase. And I think uh, as you play a lot of poker, you realise yeah, sometimes you'll have kings and run into aces and another time you'll have aces and somebody will have kings and th those situations pretty much play out according to and if you think luck. about logically you got aces the other guys have got kings of course most of the time you're going to win but you're going to win 80 percent of the time 20 percent of, of the time you're going to lose and if you go and tilt when you lose the 20% of the time, that's a big mistake. He's not losing against a, a king that get a set, became a set on the flop. It's probably but, because they've never never had the situation in reverse. I mean, if you've won occasionally with kings and beaten someone's aces, then you know, they know, you know it can happen and you've had the upside of it. Yeah, you, you can go also on tilt in that situation. Oh, I'm invincible. I can win with kings against ace, and then you can get loose and start playing badly as well. Then just when you win, you need to understand that if you were lucky or not, and then, okay, it was the 20% of the time. It's not luck because one out of five, you're going to win. It means yeah. that it, it, it just is going to happen. Then it just see with the lucid attitude. Yeah, I won't because 20% of the time I'm winning with kings against aces. It's just not because I'm invincible, I'm going to win it. It just, it happens, it's going to happen also again, that I'm going to lose with aces against kings. Then accepting variability is good. It's good. You have to accept this. It's part of the game. Yeah, I mean, not even losing to kings. You see players who just get upset because they've lost with aces, <clears throat> whatever they've lost to. And often it's in situations where they could have got away from it on the turn or, you know, a few players in, there's a lot of betting and they kind of, kind of could have got away from the hand. And that is, so, but they're getting upset about that. I mean, just forget about it. Aces are just two cards, you know. Yeah, especially if you lose again hand. the 5-3 unsuited, then you can get upset. But it's part of the game. You you need to get out of that end, yeah. A tip that somebody once gave me was that, you know, you should be happy that, you know, you, you raise your aces pre-flop and you lose to a 5-3 offsuit or whatever. You know, you should register that in your head, like, oh, look at that player. Aren't I lucky to have that player on my table? He's going to spill a lot of his or her is going to spill a lot of their chips onto me later in this game. So you should start to feel positive and take mental note that that player is playing losing poker and that you can get the better of them in the longer run but you wouldn't necessarily want to go out after them no yeah. i've seen that happen where people 
somebody you know gets very lucky against somebody somebody and that player is desperate to get their chips back so every time but, but there's so many pots arise with both of them in there one raising the other that that that's just tilting and the ob- i guess the obvious thing to do if you feel you're tilting is stop but that's easier said than done but you have to stop and steady yourself and you have to find ways of doing but that but i think you have to recognize also that you are in on tilt yeah, have to be that's aware. also hard yeah. because sometimes you are on tilt you don't know it and sometimes the tilt is so small that you're licking a little bit chips all the time because your game your uh, your strategy that you really don't recognize maybe you are co- you're starting with the too many hands usually you fold when but you start with too many and then uh, you recognize okay i'm getting to lose now but it's sometimes it's hard to recognize this yeah you should be you should be aware of this happening to you that you are going on tilt and i mean going back to what ray said about targeting another player i mean it doesn't matter who you win your chips from you just keep playing your solid strategy you try and try and play the right game and and you should get your chips back you don't you don't have to target one person you just have to play good poker if you cannot get chips back from this person that play fight three and shooter against you aces it's going to be tomorrow the day after you go to someone similar to that play you don't need to target a specific person you're going to target someone that plays in that style and that's where the money is coming from then they you can to donate the chips to someone else who then yeah. donates it to you as yeah. well it doesn't have to come directly um, and sometimes people actually what what i get quite annoyed about this is the only time i do feel a bit angry is when i lose a very big pot um, and i'm very unlucky to a very bad player and then they get up and leave the table and take what feels like your chips away then that's a real but the sinking feeling in your stomach that you know you've just lost the value at your table and it's very frustrating but again it's just part of the game and it's something that actually that it's I, I don't like to do it you know if I take down a big pot I don't tend to immediately get up it's like etiquette it doesn't look good I always feel like I should play one more orbit or you know a few more hands I mean I know, I know it's within the game to leave but it's it feels a bit wrong feels like you should carry on a little bit also this aspect of how long you carrying playing because you decide like a time let's say i play one hour but the table is going well but you should go down but you got still five minutes and you start to play a little bit passing that five minutes because you want to keep your chips so i think it's better just get out because you are not playing at your best you are until practically because you just wait in the other five minutes because you decide to play exactly one hour there are five minutes you play tight just to keep the chips just get yeah, out I'd of the never table. Decide an exact length yeah. of time. I'd just, but you know, choose to stay at the table if it's a good table, and choose not to if it's if if I'm not feeling good or if it's a bad table. I mean, I think what Ray was saying, combating tilt by taking a break, that doesn't actually need to be changing casino or changing the 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 table I mean it might be moving to another table it might be moving casino but it could also just be walking over to the the snack bar and having a coffee and a bit of a chat with friends and coming back calm down in 20 minutes it's useful often to talk through what's just happened and you know take if your friends are there with you then take one of them with you and they'll calm you down if you're angry or just be, be sympathetic with you or remind you that what you did was was good or maybe suggest something that you could have done better and then you kind of go in with a clearer head when you go back to the same table if it's a good table stay there but but walk away take a break you know it doesn't have to be very long you can still stay at the same table 
I mean, I think taking breaks when you're playing, particularly live, is a good, good idea anyway, whether you're on tilt or not. But to sit there for hours on end without getting up from your chair... I don't. I, I think over time you start to you start playing mechanically. You start not thinking. It's hard when we, you know Valeria and I have played a lot of chess, and you can play. I've played seven-hour games without any any break, maintaining a concentration over long periods. You've played bridge tournaments where you're mm-hmm. concentrating for hours on end. It it, it is uh, it is draining. The other thing is what type of game it is. If it's a particularly loose aggressive there's a, a maybe a maniac or a drunk who's doing lot those those games are quite stressful they require a lot of attention and a lot of focus you can't you know passive games you know no one's going to three bet you when you raise but in those uh, aggressive games every time you put a raise in you're looking around to the, your left to see who's going to three bet you so i think that can gnaw away at you. So when something does go against you, you, you might be more likely to go on tilt. So taking a break now and again, even though you might lose a little bit of value because you might miss out on somebody making a horrendous mistake, well, look, the game goes on, doesn't it? It's not the last game you're ever going to play. Exactly. There's plenty more people like that as well. I mean, online, I I, I do now set myself a... a time limit as to when I'm going to play till and then if I'm up or down I just cut it and I don't get I don't have the sort of feeling of oh I'm down I'm going to carry on playing till I get up again get up if I'm up I'm up that's fine if I'm down I'm down and then I just log it and and move on and knowing I'm just keeping your strategy you play your strategy to the end yeah and then see what's up and uh, i think that's perfectly sensible because you when you're using online to just kind of practice and and look at your stats and try and get better then obviously you're not sort of gra- trying to grind out a living from it or anything so it's a perfectly sensible strategy yeah and I, I mean none of us are playing here to make money uh, professionally it's a score as to how well we're doing of course over the long term but i'm looking to try and improve how i play in certain situations and you know sort of just honing and drilling those sort of skills and one of them obviously is coping with things that go against you yeah i mean like you say when you go from the smallest poker game in town even to playing a one two game where you might have two hundred dollars or more on the line that is something we're going to experience you experienced before i I think it's more me i'm going to experience because I never play one, two games. Then. So how do you, you know, maybe just take a side turning off of that. How do you feel about that? I mean, in terms of being able to control what happens, your emotions, if you do lose or you're faced early on and you lose your, your whole stack. Of course, I'm afraid to go on tilt in this kind of situation. I think because there are more money involved, I think it's more difficult to go on tilt. And I think if you really... Even going just in Vegas with just 200 pounds is no point. That's why you need a bankroll that you feel that you cover, that you can take the right risks. You play your correct game and then you get unlucky. You can lose something, but in the long run, you are going to win. But you need to be comfortable to play 200 
dollars, how you feel comfortable to play $10 buy-in or $2 online buy-in or $5 has to be the same. So I want to put me in condition that when I'm in Vegas, it's not about the money, it's about the chips. Once you stop thinking about poker as money, it becomes a much easier game. Once you think of it as a score over a lifetime and that it's not real money, it's just keeping your score at poker. It just does become a much easier game. It's harder to take it. Because one thing about when you're playing small stakes, when you're playing in the smallest game in town, you don't actually care too much if you lose a fiver or however much it is it's such a small amount but if you scale that up where that far instead of losing a fiver that's 150 dollars or you know 100 dollars or whatever and it become if you're now thinking oh that's money i really shouldn't be able to be afford to lose then it becomes much much harder to take and therefore tilt becomes more common because you're you know you're risking perhaps money that means something to you but you just have to put the money aspect out of your head completely yeah especially you have to pay your bills with that money yeah i mean you can't entangle the two you must play with money that you don't need to play bills with and that's the mistake i've seen a lot as a dealer you know that people play with money that matters to them and they're not going to be able to you know put food on their table or what i mean that's an exaggeration but you know where where the money actually makes a difference to their lives they can get really upset when they lose because it matters so much to win yeah i mean you it's the old gambling adage isn't it you play with money that you can afford to lose otherwise don't, don't think play. of it as money just don't you know if you think as money it means it's too big a game for big game for you change don't play it it yeah. just you you know you can afford to play this game I think that helps the tilt. Another thing about tilting is um, when you lose a big pot and you can feel the emotions running, what you mustn't do as well is forget to rebuy. I see people who lose a big portion of their stack and then don't top it up because they're kind of a bit embarrassed to be seen as a loser. So then they end up sitting short stacked and it's hard. They don't know the proper strategy for playing a shorter stack. And then they end up just trying to shove their chips in and they inevitably say you're left with 50 or 60 having started with 200 and they end up then inevitably losing the 50 or 60 as well because they haven't bothered themselves to top up. Whereas if you put your stack straight back to the 200, if it's a good game, then you know, you're in a much better place to then play proper strategy and try and win for the remainder of the session that you're playing. But you're inevitably not going to win for the remainder of the session if you let, allow yourself to kind of be tilted enough to leave yourself short stacked. I mean, topping up is a way of resetting, isn't it? It and, is. And stabilizing away from the imbalance you have because you can feel the tilt just starting again it's like you just sat down with yeah because you continue your strategy because you got a short stack really you have to change completely strategy like uh, suited connect or small suited connect so you shouldn't play with a short stack probably mm-hmm. because you don't have the odds the equity to imply odds to 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 play this kind of and also small pairs why are you playing small pairs it's yeah, not. but people don't think like that. They, they they just look to get it in. They think, oh, I've got, not got much left. I'll try and double this bit up and then I'll be back on my way. And actually they just try and double up on some rubbish and then they end up losing it all inevitably. So, so yeah, they don't even think about their ranges so much. Ray, you talked about tightening your range actually at one point. And... Yeah, I, I, I've read that as a possible way of resetting and sort of stabilising and whether... That might be something if you feel that you're sort of out of control and you're prone to 
playing all sorts of junk hands out of position uh, is to tighten your ranges to say aces down to eights in terms of pairs and ace king and ace queen it sounds absurdly tight but if it means that you're you know you're just watching the game for a while and not playing many hands you can calm down and then when you come in at least when you're coming in with a with, a, with those hands you're coming in with strong hands and the other players don't know what you're doing. It might just be that you never got any good cards. So It's also easier to play those hands in a sense because they're the more your autopilot hands where you kind of know what you're doing. You're not having to mix up your style. You know, you, you just know to raise. You know, a big pair comes, you just raise it. And so therefore you're not being influenced by the tilt or the emotions that you're feeling. You're just acting on what you're what like almost like muscle memory you know you you know what you do with these hands the other thing i think i've seen uh, when people go on tilt is they play a lot of marginal hands let's say suited connectors or suited one gaps or maybe not even suited connectors and they get a little piece of the board and they and they stay in with draws where they're not even getting the right odds. Yeah. But they because they're down and they, they feel entitled to get back. You get a little bit of sticking. Yeah, they stay in too long. And I think and then they find themselves all of a sudden in a big pot, facing a big bet on the end. And they, 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 they yeah, do they just let it go and let all that, you know, equity disappear? I mean, I think one of the things I did I have read, which I think is quite useful, is that you should decide when you play a big pot. You know, you, you can always fold. If there's a if it looks like there's a draw and you're faced with a big call to make this draw, it's up to you. No one else knows at the table what you're doing. If you if you might think, Oh, I'm I'm getting, you know, I'm a thirty three percent favourite here and I'm getting the, even getting the pot odds or whatever, then I I'm still gonna lose one one you know, two times out of three. I don't have to do it, I can just fold. Yeah, you can choose when to put your chips in. You don't. You can look for a better spot if it's a good table. You can wait to put those chips in when you've got you've got better odds. And... Yeah, exactly. Or you've got a complete lock on the hand, you know, and you know you've 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 got the full house, and the other guy is throwing his chips at you. Then yeah, thank you very much. So I think there are strategies you or modifications to your strategy. You haven't got to get every single bit of value out of the game to be a winner. Uh, you may not win as much as some other people who are playing a style where they're going after every draw that's there. But you might, you know, we should probably still win with a good solid strategy. I think it's all. Do you have anything to say, Claire? To I was just going to say, look after your friends. I mean, I think is one thing. Support each other. Recognize when each other's going on tilt, and try and stop your stop your friends, stop yourself from doing it. Just support each other, and you know, learn how to learn that it's all part of the game. At the end of the day, if you are on your own, try to be in charge of your emotions. Go get ice cream. That's all. Yeah. My solution. Ice cream is good for you. Sounds good.